Stone and Tile Show is proud to be sponsored by the National Tile Contractors Association. The NTCA is a leading trade association in the tile and stone industry dedicated to professional installation of ceramic tile and natural stone. With more than 1,500 members representing thousands of installers, NTCA works hard to be a strong voice for proper installation and qualified labor. The association invests in a professional staff to provide technical support and assistance and offers free educational seminars and regional training opportunities around the country. To learn more about what the NTCA can offer for you or your business, go to the website www.tile-assn.com. That's www.tile-assn.com. Good evening, folks, and welcome to the Stone and Tile Show, or I should say welcome to the last Stone and Tile Show of this year, of 2020. I'm, I'm hoping everybody is uh, waiting to get over 2020 and back into 2021. Um, I'm Fred Houston. I'm your host. And uh, today we're going to discuss, um, uh, we're going to get off the technical topic for, for a moment because I get, keep getting this question from you guys out there, and that is, you know, when you're hiring someone, first of all, where do you find them and what type of questions are you to actually hire these people? So I see we have a caller on the line and we'll go ahead and get to that caller in a minute. So, caller, if you're there, just hang in there for a second. And um, uh, but I also wanted to give you some of the things that I've learned over the years as far as, you know, you know what to look for in, in an employee. And, and this is regardless of whether you're a tile setter, a stone fabricator a restoration contractor, or basically any contractor for that matter, these, these tips are going to be really, really handy. So, um, but before I get to the actual questions, let's talk about where, you know, when we're hiring somebody, we'll get into the interview questions here in a minute, is uh, where do you find them? You know, where do you find good help? And that's probably the number one question I get. And there's several resources out there for you that uh, you can take a look at. First of all, uh, and, and this, you know, let me let me back up a minute because there is one qualification uh, or one thing that I always recommend and everybody might not recommend this, but when you're hiring someone, you know, again, regardless of what part of the sector of the, of the trade you're into, my recommendation is do not hire an experienced person. Now, there are exceptions to that rule, of course, but in general, anytime I've ever hired someone that had any kind of experience, I had to untrain them. I had to take care of all their bad habits or tell, you know, or, or train them the way we do things. So I, I where I'm, my biggest success was hiring people that had in this industry. Now experience in other industries is fine, but no experience at all. Uh, there's, there's some good reasons for that. And, and in my opinion, first of all, <clears throat> their motivation levels higher because they're learning something new. And anytime you learn something new, you tend to have a higher motivation level than someone that's say, been doing it for years and years and years. It's they're doing the same thing. They're just doing it for a different company, meaning meaning you. So that's another reason uh, I, I like to uh, hire hire people like that. So where do you find these people? Well, that's the that's the that's the number one question or the sixty thousand dollar question, right? And that is. First thing I would do is look at some of the trade schools that are out there. Now, obviously, there's no trade schools out there for this for the stone and tile industry, uh, but uh, there are other trade schools, and you may go into a, a trade school 
uh, that's training, say, electricians or carpenters. And, you know, hey, this 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 industry sounds, you know, pretty interesting. Why don't I try that? So uh, I would go to your go to your local trade schools, go to your local high schools. You know, a lot of the, the, the juniors and seniors in high school these days have, you know, work programs. Uh, they're they're pushing. I know Mike Rowe with uh, Dirty Jobs, if you know who that is, he's pushing really, really hard. Uh, for getting people into the trades, and that's what we are. We're, we're an actual trade. Uh, so go to the high schools. Uh, you know, get somebody fresh right out of high school. You know, they're looking to get into the workforce once they graduate. They're not going to go to college. They may be the perfect candidate uh, candidate for you. Community colleges are, are another avenue. Uh, a lot of community colleges have trade programs. Uh, I, I was lucky enough to be one of the first uh, people in the in the United States that I'm aware of that actually did a college credited course for stone fabricators years ago in um, in North Carolina when I was up there. So uh, you know a lot of these community colleges will have programs where you can go in and, and offer uh, you know a, a job search if you will or whatever you want to want to call that. Another uh, avenue to where to find good employees is and I don't know what the technical term is for this but. I call them immigrant centers. Uh, I worked with a, an individual uh, who uh, basically was looking for people in the stone restoration business, and uh, he was having the same problem I was having. He just couldn't find good help. People were on drugs. They were drunks. They showed up late. Yep, you guys know the, know the, know the routine. And um, he discovered an immigrant center, and I, I think he – he went to a Bosnian one, but th- that's just an example. And boy, I tell you, these guys were workers. I mean, they, you know, they, they didn't care about working overtime. They didn't care about working, you know, uh, uh, last minute. They, they were anxious, anxious. So, and, you know, some of these uh, people from other countries can be really, really good workers, unlike some of the work ethic that we have here uh, in the United States, unfortunately. Alrighty, folks, I'm going to get into um, these questions here in a second, uh, but let me give out the phone number in case you're listening and you want to make a comment or ask a question. And the number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968 if you're listening live. If you're listening on the podcast uh, after the show is aired live here, uh, you know, feel free to drop me an email. My email is fhuston, which is spelled F-H-U. E-S-T-O-N at Gmail. That's F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at Gmail.com. Well, I mean, I have a list of my own questions that I asked during an interview, but there are many, many other things you can uh, you can ask. And I did some research before the show here, and I got a ton of them I want to go over with you. But before we do that, um, uh, I want to tell you some of the things that you cannot ask in an interview. And, and the, the, these are critical. These are things you will you, you should not bring up in an interview. Now, if they bring it up, that's one thing, and there, there's a way around that, and I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But uh, you don't want to ask these questions. You don't want to talk. You don't want to ask them their race, their color, or their national origin. You don't want to talk about religion. You don't want to talk about sex. And what I mean by sex is their sex, whether they're male or female, uh, their gender identity, or any kind of sexual orientation. You don't want to talk about their pregnancy status if you're hiring a, a, a female uh, or if they plan a family. You don't want to talk about that. You don't want to talk about any disabilities that they have. Uh, you can't bring up age or, or uh, genetic information at all. Uh, you can't ask them whether they're a citizen or not. Believe it or not, you would think that you would, but uh, from what I've researched, you can't. And then uh, you can't ask them about their marital status or a number of children. 
Uh, you can't ask them about an arrest record. And there's ways around that. Just, you know, do a background check and that'll come up. But you, apparently you can't ask them uh, directly. You can't ask them where they live. And even, the, you know, they may tell you that, you know, they have it on their, their resume if they're giving you a resume, but you can't ask them that. Now, this is a tricky one here. You can't ask them if they do drugs, legal or illegal. But what you can do is you can ask, you can tell them that they're going to be susceptible to a drug test and, uh, you know, random testing or routine testing, whatever your company does. And uh, that'll answer that question for you. Uh, so, you know, the, the general rule of thumb is, as I go over these questions, is you try, want, try not to ask questions that have nothing to do uh, that, that's, job, that's job related. So, all right. So let's get into some of these questions. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and, and read them off. Um, you know, one of the funny things I, I came across, well, not funny, but interesting things I came across on one of the websites I was researching is that, you know, they, they'd always ask people, you know, you know who's your hero? And in this particular example, I found if they say Darth Vader or some, you know, comic uh, superhero or something, um, you might want to stay clear of that person if their hero is a is a is a comic uh, uh, figure. But anyway, so what I've I've done is I've broken this down into uh, categories of questions. You have, um, you know, the uh, personality questions. You have the cultural questions. Uh, you have the background and work experience questions, and you have the work habit questions, and then you have the career goal uh, interview questions. And I'm not saying to ask all these questions, but, you know, you can pick and choose which questions you want you want to have. Because at the end of the day, folks, when it comes to hiring somebody, you know, the more questions you can ask and the more information you can get from them, and then you want to go with your gut. Does this person feel like the right person for the job I'm trying to fulfill? And hopefully these questions will help. Now, if anybody wants a copy of these questions, uh, just go ahead and send me an email. And I'll go ahead and email you a copy of these copy of these questions. Okay. So the first question I like to ask, and this is a question where you can gain a lot of information, and that is the question: Tell me about yourself. Now, all you've done is ask the question: Tell me about yourself. They could go on and on about their personal life, about their hobbies. You just let them go, you know, let, let them, let, if they're talking, if hopefully just, just let them talk and just, just kind of listen to the things that they are, they are saying and see if it's going to fit with the personality of, of your company and the other workers. So great, great question. Uh, then you get a little bit more detailed if you want. You can say something like, what are three character traits that your friends would use to describe you? Now, hopefully they won't say he's an alcoholic, he's a drunk or, you know, or whatever, but that can be very, very telling as well. Uh, another question might be, what are three positive characteristic traits that that you don't have? Not that you have, because everybody's going to say, well, I'm fast, I'm curious, I'm never late for work. What you don't have, and you can learn a lot from that as well. Uh, what do you like to do? And again, you're you're not asking them personal questions. Or if they want to give you a personal answer, that's fine. But you know, what do you like to do? And and I can tell you something. You know, as far as you know. Uh, their hobbies. They might talk about their family or, or whatever. Uh, what are your lifelong dreams? You know, what, what are your dreams? You know, uh, to take over my business. Uh, I want my be in my own business in a couple of years. And, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. And, you know, I, I learned, you know, I used to used to tell people all the time to ask me this advice, Fred, aren't you afraid that your employees are going to go out 
and be your competition? And I, I would generally say, no, I'm not afraid of that. First of all, most of my employees at, at that particular time and, and other times as well, and I see this across the board with, with everybody in this industry, they may be really good technicians. They might really know how to set tile. You know, they're fast, ex- expedient, uh, the, the best polisher you have, the best fabricator you have. But when it comes to running your own business, then that's a whole different ballgame. As you guys are in business for yourself know, it's a whole different ballgame. You know, if you want to shoot on over and listen to uh, Luke Miller's podcast on Tile Money, he covers a lot of business topics of how to promote your business. So I'd highly recommend you go over there and do that as, as well. Um, another question might be, what do you ultimately want to become? And it's kind of along the same lines. You know, do you want to continue to be a technician? Do you want to be a boss? You know, uh, do you want to be a, in sales? You know, uh, you know, find out what their, what their, what their ultimate uh, goal is there. Uh, what is your pers- uh, personal mission statement? And that might throw them for a loop, but, you know, make something up, you know, not don't tell them to make something up, but say, you know, just, you know, go with it, you know, wing it. You don't have to have a prepared statement here. Uh, tell me about your proudest achievements outside of work here. They might talk about their family or whatever. Uh, give me an example of a time you did something wrong. How did you handle it? And here, what you're looking for, obviously, is you want to see how they handle something. You know, I, uh, I was fabricating a top, we moved it and it broke. And, you know, the, and just let them go on. You know, if, if, uh, you know, they stop just sit there, be quiet for a minute and just let them, let them talk. What is your greatest achievement outside of work? You could be anywhere in the world right now. Where would you be? And hopefully they won't say, well, I'm not sitting here talking to you. Uh, what is the last book you read? And I can tell you a lot about the, their personality. What, uh, what did you, what did you think of that book? What magazines do you subscribe to? What's the best movie you've seen in the last year? Uh, what would you do if you won the lottery? <laughs> Quit this job that you're hiring me for. <laughs> Who are your heroes? That's the one where you, you don't want to hear Darth Vader or Superman or Batman or something. Uh, what do you like to do for fun? What do you do in your spare time? What's your favorite memory from childhood? Okay, so that, that takes care of you know the, the personality questions. And again, you got to be careful with some of these too. You, you don't want it to be too personal. You want it to try to relate it back to the job as, as much as you possibly can. Okay, so the next category we're going to look at as far as questions to ask are what we call the cultural culture questions. You know, what does your ideal company look like or the company you want to work for? Uh, what attracted you to me? What attracted you to this company? Uh, and you want to listen to what they say. Well, you know, you've got a great reputation. Uh, I saw an ad in the paper. I saw an ad online. I went to a, a website, you know, whatever. Uh, what do you know about this industry? And, you know, that that isn't it's kind of important but as i said if you follow my advice from the very beginning where i state you know you really don't want to hire anybody that's already doing the type of work that you're that that, that you're hiring them for you want to start them new if you can because then you got to undo all their bad habits but it'd be kind of interesting to know that you know one of my favorite questions of all times that, that i ask and and you know this you know, I, and you have to ask this in a way that it's not too personal but uh you know, what did your father do for a living? What did your mother do for a living? Uh, you know, and, and you, you may find if his dad was a carpenter, an electrician, chances are he has, you know, that type of uh, hand and eye coordination that he would need to be to be a technician. Uh, you know, and that's not to say if his dad was a lawyer or an accountant or a doctor that he wouldn't be fit, but it, it's, it's always a good indication, at least, you know, in, in my experience. Uh, what is your ideal working environment? Uh, what kind of personalities work best with you and why? You know, what personality don't you like to work with? Uh, what do you look for in terms of culture? 
uh, what do you think of your previous boss? And I've gotten some interesting answers on, on that question. What will you miss about your present or your, or your last job? What are the five things you dislike most about your last job? What are your ideal top qualities in a coworker? This is going to tell you how he's going to work with others. If you could open as a business, what would it be and why? What personality traits do you butt heads do you butt heads with? Not, not you butt heads, but what personality traits do you butt heads with? do you disagree with? Uh, have an argument with? Uh, describe your art, ideal company culture. You know what five cat five uh, uh, characteristics does it have? What do you want to work as this company? Why do you want to work with this company? And what are your expectations? Who inspires you and why? What is your superpower? Yeah, that's a tough question. I think I would have answering. You know, what is my superpower? Uh, what motivates you to come into work every day? How do you rely on others to make you better? Do you have any questions from it? So that takes care of the culture culture point. Now we're going to get into uh, the background of work experience. And again, um, being in this industry is not necessarily important in my book. I mean, to you guys, that might, that means something, but what we're going to look at here is, you know, what type of work they've done and done, done before. So questions like what type of jobs have you held in the past? Well, you know, they could have been in a, uh, you know, if you're hiring a tile setter, for example, they could have been a Mason. Uh, they could have been a, uh, uh, an electrician, uh, working in carpenter, uh, general uh, construction. Those might be good candidates to get into this industry. Uh, what was your title at your current uh, previous or, or your last job? What were your duties in that position? You know, I can remember hiring guys that say, you know, my restoration company. Well, yeah, I know how to hone. I know how to polish marble. I've been doing it for 10 years now. All I've done was crystallize for the last 10 years. And you know, they've never touched a diamond in those 10 years. So you want to get specific on their on their duties. You know, what were your duties in that position? Another reason why I don't like to hire experienced people. Uh, what did you do or like most about the position? Why are you leaving your present employer? That That's really good. Well, I don't get along with the boss. Uh, you know, the company's closing. You know, it'd be interesting to see what they say. What's the most important thing you've learned in the school or at, or at your last job? Uh, if selected for this position, can you describe your strategy for the next 90 days? You know, what, what are they expecting to do in the next 90 days? I mean, even if it's your, your training and they're not going to know what they're being trained in, obviously, or they'll have a hint, uh, but ask their expectations. What is your understanding of the skills necessary to perform this job? What special trainings have you completed that qualifies you for this job? What certifications do you hold, uh, if they have any? And, and that depends on the job. I mean, obviously, with some of this, some of this work, uh, uh, you're not going to need any kind of certifications. The thing I want to talk about is work habits and working style questions. Uh, but before we do, let's take a quick break. Uh, in the meantime, if you want to call in with a comment or a question or tell me how um, what, what you find, uh, uh, what's helpful for you in hiring an employer. Phone number is 323-870-3968. That's 323-870-3968. And I'll be back right after this. Thank you, Tough Skin, one of our gold sponsors. Marble etches and stains, Tough Skin guarantees it will not. Tough Skin provides a unique product and installation service anywhere in the USA with a proprietary stone laminate products. They protect marble countertops with an acid, oil, and waterproof guarantee. That's right, it's now possible to install marble, onyx, and travertine countertops without the worry of etching and staining from common household items like wine, lemon, coffee, or other acidic foods. 
People have been trying to figure this out for thousands of years, and Tough Skin Surface Protection has done it. Available in gloss and satin to match the countertop finish. Visit them online at toughskinprotection.com. That's T-U-F-F skinprotection.com to learn more. All righty, folks, and we're back. Um, all right, let's move on to, um, let's see what we're going to talk about next. Uh, oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about the um, work ethics questions. So here are some of the questions I would ask. How would you describe your work style? Uh, it's important. You know, they, you might find out they're a little slow. They have, you know, attention to detail, whatever. What techniques and tools do you use to keep yourself organized? If you had to choose one, would you consider yourself a big picture person or a detail-oriented person? And that can be really important uh, in, in certain jobs. If you're hiring someone to do restoration work, detail is everything. So you know, really important. What are the strengths? What are your strengths as an employee? Uh, what are your weaknesses as, a, as an employee? When were you most satisfied in your job? What can you do for us that other candidates can? In other words, why should I hire you? What were the responsibilities of your last position? Give me an example of what time that you felt you went above and beyond the call of duty at work. What was the last project you led and what was the outcome if, if they had? Can you describe a time when your work was criticized? Someone said something bad about your work. How do you handle working with people that annoy you? Have you ever been on a team where someone was not pulling their own weight? How did you handle it? Tell me about a time when you had to give someone difficult feedback. How did you handle it? If I were your supervisor and asked you to do something that you disagree with, what would you do? Describe how you would handle a situation if you were required to finish multiple tasks by the end of the day and there was no possible way that you could finish them. What did you dislike about your least favorite former supervisor and or co-worker? And how would your previous co-workers describe you? Can you give me an example of a time you worked through a conflict with a coworker? <clears throat> okay, so those are those questions, excuse me. And then the last set of questions I have, there's only a few of them left here, is what I call the career goal, career goal interview questions. You know, uh, why do you want this job? Where would you like to be in your career five years from now? Why should we hire you? Why are you leaving your present job? What salary are you seeking? What's your salary history? If I were to give you the salary you requested, but let you write your job description for the next year, what would it say? What are you going for in terms of career development? How do you want to improve yourself in the next year? And what kind of goals would you have in mind if you got this job? Now, those are some of the interview questions. And of course, as I said before, you know, that you go by your gut that, you know, based on, you know, how you feel. I've often done, you know, when I had the fab shop, what would have often done is I would bring, you know, I'd, I'd narrow it down to maybe a couple people. And then I'd say, okay, I want you to come in for a second interview. And that second interview is what I like to call a skills interview. This is where I'd actually take them out to the shop. Uh, I might show them something real quick. You know, they, they uh, again, uh, they've never fabricated before. Uh, they probably never used a, a, a hand polisher. They may have used an angle grinder or something like that. So, I'll take the, the grinder out. I'll put a diamond on, or the, the grinder polisher out. I'll put a diamond on it, and I'll say, okay, let me show you something. And I'll show them real quick, you know, how, how to use the diamond on, let's say, uh, an edge somewhere. Then I'll hand them the tool and have them just do what I did. And that tells me several things. <coughs> Excuse me. It tells me how comfortable 
they are holding that, 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 that and I can tell right away. Uh, it's something, you know, you guys that are in the business a while, you can tell right away when someone picks up a tool, whether they know how to handle that uh, tool or not, or, or, or even if it's a new tool, they, they, they have a, a style, I guess you would call it. I'm not sure, but there's just something there, you know, I mean, I've had, I've had guys pick up a, a saw and I'm like, I'm cringing. I'm like, oh, God, I hope they cut their fingers off. Uh, so that, that's what I call the skills interview. And, you know, you might set up a couple of different things. Don't have to be long just to see. And that, that could be the clincher for you. You know, the guy might be a complete cut klutz and you don't think he's going to work out. That That's fine. I mean, that maybe he's, you know, uh, meant for something else. Uh, but uh, you take a guy that can handle a, you know, a, handle a, 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 a hand polisher or a floor machine or whatever. Um, yeah. Speaking of floor machines, I remember years ago, I hired this guy. I asked him if he could run a floor machine. Oh, yeah, no problem. And he got on that floor machine and he was he was gone. He was had that cord wrapped around him in no time. And obviously, he's never operated a floor machine in his life. And you guys that have know it's like riding a bicycle. Uh -huh. You know, once you know how to operate one, you know how to operate, how to operate one. All right. I'm going to leave you with one last piece of advice that. You can take seriously if you want. I, I did. Or you can laugh. And uh, e either way, it just happens to be my style. Uh, when I was contracting, one of the things I would always make sure that was present when I interviewed someone was my dog. <laughs> You're going to say, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, my dog. And, at, at you know, I've had several breeds of dogs through, through the years. I've had German Shepherds, Dobermans, Golden Retrievers, etc. Uh, that, and uh, I would have my dog sit next to me during the interview and I would watch the dog's attitude towards that person. You know, I'm a firm believer that animals have a special sense that we don't have. And I, I've actually not hired people based on my dog's reactions to that, to that person. So, um, uh, I mean, I, but do with it what you want, but uh, I just think that's interesting. And if you have anything interesting like that, I would love, I would love, love to hear from you. Well, folks, uh, that's it for for today's show. Uh, hopefully, we're going to have a great year next year, 2021. Uh, I've got a lot of great interviews coming up. If you want to be interviewed, just simply go ahead and you know send me an email. It's fhuston f h u e s t o n at gmail dot com. Uh, I'm going to be doing a lot of new courses. Uh, this this next coming year, uh, some seminars, uh, some what we call e-learning uh, stuff. You don't even have to leave your uh, leave your office to to actually learn. Um, I've actually put together a few of them already, so stay tuned and listen for those courses. Of course, I'll be doing uh, several live courses uh, as well. Hopefully, we'll all have our shots sometime next year, and this virus thing will be be done and over with. But uh, I'll be back in Vegas doing my stone inspection. I'm going to be doing an advanced uh, stone restoration seminar as well. So those of you interested, you know, drop me a line, send me an email, and we'll get to that. I am headed out to Vegas the end of January uh, to do my uh, inspection seminar that I have scheduled. I have uh, it's going to be a very small class, so we can social distance and you know all that stuff. But uh, if anybody's interested in taking that class. Uh, I'm going to be offering it again. I know the Stone Show has rescheduled for sometime in June or July. I can't remember what, what month it was. I think it was June. So I'm thinking of actually offering another class out there in Vegas during uh, that show as well. So if you're interested in that, let me know. 
uh, just send me an email. Again, the email is fhuston, F-H-U-E-S-T-O-N at gmail.com. All right, folks, uh, I will talk to everybody next year. Uh, so uh, see everybody and everybody have a great happy new year. Uh, stay safe. Uh, keep those masks on. Thanks for listening. Keep setting those tiles, polishing that stone, fabricating those tops. Later, my friends. Are you tired of lugging dozens of stain removal chemicals around to remove stains from stone, tile, or concrete? Did you know you only need three chemicals to remove almost any stain? From organic stains to inorganic stains, Dr. Fred's Ultimate Stain Removal Kit is all you need. The kit contains three reagents and includes a detailed ebook on how to remove almost any stain. So if you're trying to remove difficult ink or rust or simply coffee and other food stains, this kit is all you need. To order, contact Dr. Fred at 321-514-6845. One kit is $69.95 plus shipping. Are you looking for quality greenstone working products? ESP sells many lines of fine quality, environmentally safe products. Stone Pro, MB Stone Care, Bondstone and Touchstone Adhesives, more Stone Care products, Easy Care products, and Better Bio, which is over 80% bio-based and approved by the USDA. For more info, visit ESPSales.net. That's ESPSales.net.